millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mula sa Quezon City, ako si Trisha Aquino, and these are the headlines. The prosecution having established the guilt beyond reasonable doubt of the following accused who are found to have acted as principal, namely Datu Andal Unsay Ampatuan Jr., Datu Anwar Asajid, Datu Ulo After 10 long years, finally a verdict on the Maguindanao massacre. A Quezon City court found Datu Andal Ampatuan Jr. and his brother Zaldi guilty of masterminding the murder of 57 people. 26 of their henchmen joined them in being sentenced to 40 years in prison without parole. 15 more accessories to the crime, composed mainly of police officers, will serve 6 to 10 years. Not all of nearly 200 accused were found guilty, though. 55 suspects were acquitted. This includes four members of the Ampatuan clan. Maguindanao Representative Toto Mangudadatu lost his wife in the massacre. He spoke after the verdict. Pero, pasalamat sa lahat ng mga media na tumutok. Pasalamat kay uh, Mayor Digong. Pasalamat sa Panginoon. Sir, does this give you closure? In a way? Um, hindi. Matagal pa to. Kasi may court of appeals, may Supreme Court. At May 50 na second phase. The Maguindanao massacre is the worst episode of electoral violence in the country. 58 people were killed on November 23, 2009 including relatives of then-Maguindanao gubernatorial candidate Mangudadatu and a convoy of 32 journalists. Only 57 cases were brought to trial. The case of photojournalist Reynaldo Momay was dismissed as his body was never found. We spoke with human rights lawyer Ted Te. Attorney Ted, can the victims' families appeal the verdict of those acquitted? In any criminal case, an acquittal cannot be appealed because it would violate the prohibition against double jeopardy. However, in the civil liability that was awarded by the court, the relatives of the victims can actually still raise that the amounts awarded by the court uh, in, in any appeal that could be filed. Attorney Ted, what is your general assessment of the case? More accused were acquitted than convicted. Is that expected? there are more people acquitted than convicted. And so that that would indicate, for example, that some of the evidence may not directly have implicated the accused. Because again, the bar is very, very high. It's proof beyond reasonable doubt. It is almost to the point of eliminating any reasonable certainty as to the guilt. So it is a very high bar. And anything short of that is going to result in an acquittal. What happens to those still at large? So the case cannot be terminated because the 80 are still at large. The the case still stands as far as these 80 are concerned. So towards the end of the promulgation yesterday, the judge made an order archiving the case. Archiving simply means that the case becomes inactive because there is no longer any accused to be tried because none of the 80 have been arrested. So the moment anyone 
of the 80 that are left uh, is arrested, then the case is revived. But of course, you know, it's been 10 years. Where are the 80 people? While the Maguindanao massacre verdict is being hailed as a victory for justice, questions and concerns remain. Human Rights Watch researcher Carlos Conde. It's no mistake that this is a victory for justice. What happened today, the guilty verdict, uh, was a victory for justice, for particularly for the families who have suffered long enough. Now, having said that, of course, there's still some worry about the fact that this is, in fact, a partial delivery of justice. Because we have to keep in mind that, one, uh, there are more than 80 others who are still at large. And second, um, there, ha- there were those who were acquitted. We also have to keep in mind that they're only going to be spending at most uh, 40 years in prison unless you left that with the 10 years that they've already served, you're seeing 30 years in prison, which can still be whittled down because of good conduct. Kaloy, what now? What are you still watching out for? Uh, government needs to make a more robust effort to, for instance, dismantle private armies, to make sure that they're not being you know, turned into goons by local warlords uh, or politicians, and to really have accountability, especially within the police force uh, and the military. Because, as you know, a lot of those who were uh, implicated in the massacre are police officers and soldiers, and there's no reason for them to act like you know, the hard guns of of Gampatuans, but, you know, they felt that uh, they had. But you do agree that this is a step in the right direction? Oh, yeah, definitely. This is a very important step toward accountability and toward justice. What this signifies on a broader perspective is that political warlords who are, you know, in the same mold as Gampatuans, and we have them not just in Maguindanao, not just in Mindanao, but all over the Philippines, they're put on notice because of this uh, verdict, which is that, no, you can't always get away with murder. The system, in, at least in the court, is there to handle them. The only question now is whether the law enforcers who are tasked to arrest them are up to the job. Uh, there's suspicion that the remaining suspects are in uh, Ampatuan strongholds in Mindanao or even rebel strongholds in Mindanao. That's, that's why uh, it's difficult to arrest them. But really, you know, this will take some uh, some level of political will from the from the national government because at the end of the day, this, you know, they're the ones that are going to be responsible for the arrest of these people. The Sandigan Bayan has dismissed another civil case against the family of the late dictator Ferdinand Marcos. A forfeiture case involving 200 billion pesos worth of ill-gotten wealth was dismissed by the anti-graft court for lack of sufficient evidence. The Sandigan Bayan said in its decision that, quote, the bulk of the documentary evidence offered by the plaintiff are mere photocopies, most of which are barely readable, end quote. The Presidential Commission on Good Government accused the Marcos family and the president's close associate, Constante Rubio, of stealing 200 billion pesos from the government's coffers. This is the fourth case involving the Marcos's ill-gotten wealth thrown out by the Sandigan Bayan this year. To be clear, however, these are civil suits intended to recover more ill-gotten wealth. Criminally, the Marcoses had already been found guilty of having stolen billions during the time of the dictator Ferdinand Marcos, and part of the money and assets already seized from them have been ordered used to compensate human rights victims of the dictatorship. 
On this vote, the yeas are 230, the nays are 197, present is one, Article 1 is adopted. The question is on the adoption of Article 2. Those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed, nay. The ayes have it. On this vote, the yeas are 229. The nays are 198. Present is one. Article 2 is adopted. U.S. President Donald Trump has been impeached by the Democrat-controlled House of Representatives. The House charged Trump on two main points, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. To be clear, Trump is still the president. In fact, analysts say that as soon as the articles of impeachment reach the Senate, where Republicans are in control, the chances of Trump being convicted and booted out of office is unlikely. The U.S. Senate is composed of 53 Republicans and 47 Democrats. A conviction would need 67 votes. Even assuming all 47 Democrats vote to remove Trump, they would need 20 more votes from the Republicans in order to convict the president. Trump has been defiant and sounding confident and warning of a political backlash on the Democrats in next year's U.S. elections. This lawless partisan impeachment is a political suicide march for the Democrat Party. Have you seen my polls in the last four weeks? But they've been trying to impeach me from day one. They've been trying to impeach me from before I ran. Okay. Pope Francis celebrated Simbang Gabi at the Vatican on Sunday. It's the first time for a pope to do so. In the Philippines, da secoli esiste una novena in preparazione al Santo Natale chiamata Simbangabi, Messa della Notte. As you know, Simbangabi is an early morning novena celebrated in the Philippines. It's a nine-day pre-dawn tradition to herald Christmas. The Argentinian Pope was quoted by the Catholic News Agency in saying, the Simbangabi tradition has crossed national borders and has arrived in many other countries because of Filipino migrants. During the Mass, Pope Francis urged the Filipino community to be, quote, smugglers of the faith, unquote. The Pope was referring to how overseas Filipino workers bring their faith, even to places that are not predominantly Catholic, including the Middle East. Italy itself is home to some 160,000 Filipinos. If you like what you hear and if you would like to be part of the growing community ng mga Puma Podcast, apply for the Journalism Fellowship here at Puma Podcast. Fellows will each receive a cash grant on top of more valuable hands-on training in podcasting for journalism. Learn with our team of audio storytellers. Deadline for applications is on January 10. To apply, go to our Facebook page, Puma Podcast, and click on the link to the PJF 2020 application page. You can also email us at info at pumapodcast.com if you have any questions. The fellowship is open to working journalists in the Philippines. At yan po ang mga headlines na Puma Podcast. 
please give us a like and tell a friend to follow us. You can also email us at info at pumapodcast.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting platform. Maraming salamat po! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.